0: Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I am Michael J. Sutton. This is episode 18 of Freedom from Fear. What is the heart of faith? A man or woman of faith have their faith in Christ, not in themselves. That is the heart of the Christian gospel, the good news. We have faith in another That makes sense because faith surely has something to do with another person rather than ourselves. What attitude emerges if we know Jesus? What is the heart of faith? It is a recognition that we are in a relationship with God by virtue of another, not ourselves, and that one is the Lord Jesus Christ. This attitude may not be immediately apparent a Christian since there are so many voices competing for their attention. A Christian, we are told, is someone who goes to a church building on Sunday, who joins a club of Christians, called a denomination, and who sets aside time and money to cultivate that investment. It involves loyalty to that group, baptism, and the right language. Over time, family affiliation is involved and often national loyalties So eventually one is convinced that being a Christian is being a faithful or genuine citizen of a particular nation. Many Christians think like this, sadly, in the West. The old word for this was earthly-mindedness, or being earthly-minded. It has its focus downwards, towards the earth, towards human traditions, man-made conventions and expectations and what man expects and man demands. The demands of men shape and mould Christian identity. It was in the days of Paul and the Apostle, even in the beginning of the Christian faith, so let it not be said that the Christian faith started well, only to fall apart or decline. Anything good in the world is always under attack from the very beginning. Even the best fruit is vulnerable to bugs. The way of the Christian is the opposite. If you are following the expectations of the church, the denomination, the traditions, the rituals, the heritage, then, my friend, you are on the wrong path, for you are not following the Spirit. You are not opening your eyes to brothers and sisters in Christ across the aisle in the other churches or other denominations in other nations who have an equal share in your faith and with whom you will share eternity. It is not you or your traditions that bind people together. It is God who binds people together by his Spirit. The source of our boasting or the basis for our confidence is not ourselves, but it is the person of Jesus Christ. Paul writes this, in Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 to 11. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage, that I may gain Christ and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God based on faith. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Paul worked it out. So can you, through your relationship with the risen Lord Jesus Christ. I do not believe that Paul discovered all of this immediately. He was on a spiritual journey, and and so are we. We do not suddenly happen upon Christ in faith, and all is revealed. We grow in our understanding, not of the traditions or the rules or canon law, or denominational loyalty, but we grow in our understanding of Jesus Christ. Paul says, I want to know Christ. And further, he wants to know the power of his resurrection. He wants to grow in his understanding of God and deepen in his relationship with Christ every day. Paul is not always looking back and saying, Thank God I was circumcised on the eighth day. Thank God I was baptised by the priest. Thank God I can sit here and think nothing and sit in church and say nothing and listen to the sermon and do nothing. That's what people say in church instead. Paul's faith was living. It was expressed through a genuine desire to grow, to learn, to ponder to experience the fullness of this wonder that is Christ. If you want to see what growth is, go out to the garden or go into the national park and just watch the creation at work. Look at a flower grow. Look at the grass grow. Look at trees grow. They're constantly on the move. Even trees move. But watch the creative powers of the world at work Everything that is alive grows. And in glancing or looking or searching or pondering the creative world that God has made, you can see what Paul is saying. He desires not to stay still, not to rest on his laurels, not to look back to the past, but to grow. But not to simply grow, but to grow in his knowledge of Christ. To grow in his knowledge and his love of Christ each day for the rest of his life. Because you cannot compare Christ With anything or anyone. And if you can, then I'm sorry, but you're not a believer in Christ. There was a time when all of Paul's earthly credentials meant everything to him. He was an intelligent man, a learned man, a wise man, that much is clear from the New Testament, yet he could say that whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage, that I may gain Christ and be found in him. You will never hear a Christian fascist say this. Never. You will not hear them even mention the name of Jesus. These hypocrites talk about traditions and culture and everything else, but they will never talk about their personal relationship with Christ because they don't have any. Listen to the words Paul uses, loss. He uses it twice, garbage, contrasting the best of his life with the simple knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. To know Christ as Paul is surpassing worth, and his goal in life is that I may gain Christ and be found in him. This is faith in action. What is the heart of faith? Faith is more than simply knowing Christ. It is receiving Christ. And Paul talks about this when he speaks of righteousness. This is the death blow, my friends, to earthly mindedness. This is the kill shot to Christian fascism, the last nail in the coffin to self-righteousness. Receiving Christ is the heart of faith owning faith and making it personal. This many Christians fail ever to do, and I don't know why. They claim to believe in Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and then they go through life in their own strength and in their own power. They say that they receive Christ, and maybe they do. I'm not going to judge them, only God knows. But what Paul says here is what every Christian must say and can say. I may gain Christ and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God based on faith. The righteousness of a Christian is not from within. It is not being a good person or trying to be good or holy or living a good life, but it is the righteousness of God that comes through faith in Christ. It is our faith in Jesus Christ, our trust in him, that we receive the righteousness of God. This does not come from the law, but from God. But Paul goes further, and so must we. He's not simply content with trusting and receiving Christ. He does not want to rest on his laurels, as we might say, but he wants to deepen his relationship, not with the church, not with church traditions or the church fathers, but with Christ. He wants to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Doesn't he already know Christ? Of course he does. Doesn't he already have faith in Christ? Of course he does. Hasn't he already received Christ by faith? Yes. But he wants to know him more. He wants to know the power of the resurrection of Christ. He wants to participate in his suffering, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Everything that Christ was, Paul wants to be. Everything that Christ embodied, Paul wants to emulate. Everything that Christ was and was to others, Paul seeks to be like. And so should we. But yes, you did hear correctly, tucked into that passage. He wants to know the power of the resurrection. That sounds great. The power of the resurrection in the Greek, the power is talking about dynamo, dynamism, where we get the word dynamite. He wants to know and experience the the power that God used to raise Christ from the dead. That's fantastic and wonderful. But he adds there, doesn't he? Participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. Yes, you did hear correctly. What does he mean by this shocking statement? What does he mean? Find out tomorrow in the next episode of Freedom from Fear. Remember, Freedom Matters Today because you matter to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can find more out more about Freedom Matters Today if you go to our website, freedommatterstoday.com. You can subscribe to our daily blog, to your inbox each morning. Please join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.